Welcome to Season 2 of the Connect FCS Ed Podcast. Each episode is geared towards recruiting, supporting, and retaining past, current, and future professional family and consumer sciences educators. I am your host, Barbara Scully, and I want to boldly celebrate families and careers with you. Hi, and welcome back to the Connect FCS Ed podcast. Today's presentation, or little PD, is going to be a student takeover with my financial literacy class, as we have, yes, the peanut gallery, as I lovingly call them. I've been overhearing them talk about being a teacher and what it entails, because they saw that I had my Excel spreadsheet up on the screen and transferring names over and they were commenting, oh, I can never be a teacher because of the grading scale and, and all of that. So I thought this would be a wonderful teaching opportunity as well as learning opportunity to have this fun conversation with this amazing bunch of students. So welcome, fifth period financial literacy. So Let's have let's have an authentic conversation about what it how is high school? Difficult. <laughs> it can be it's high stress a lot of the times. Okay. If, but don't get what you need to get done. It gets very. Oh yeah, things stack up so quick. Things get serious. Okay. Like you miss one assignment and then you start missing more and more and more and it just stacks up and you're like, I didn't get this done in one day so that I could be caught up and start a new chapter. I was three weeks behind in a class and I got all three weeks worth of work done in four hours. Exactly. I was so proud of myself, but like I'm also like disappointed because I let it get that, that bad. bad. Yeah. yeah. Like procrastinating becomes a lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> it really does. But you guys were also commenting on, I can never be a teacher, or maybe, oh, I could be a second grade teacher, or maybe a fourth or fifth grade teacher. And then I said, why not a high school teacher? So we're high schoolers, and we know how we are and how we act, and like not wanting to get a class, or like procrastinating and not turning our homework. I feel like little kids are more what's the word um they're easier they're easier to convince of things they're more okay but like okay kindergarteners through like second grade i feel like that's like really hard because there's they're just starting to learn you need to teach them manners you need to like teach them how to be polite how to be quiet isn't that not high school as well well no it definitely is but that's why like you can't it's harder to get high schoolers out of a habit that they've been doing their entire life like they're little kids. You can yeah. teach them that. I feel like being, being a teacher in high school would probably be easier than, like, elementary because, I mean, not that, like, not saying, like, that the teachers don't care about the high schoolers, but they're to that age where they can learn, by themselves. learn themselves and manage their own stuff. Yeah. That time management, because that is... That's a skill that you do have to learn. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of the students for the rest of the time that they're behind or classly. You just have to teach them a bunch of stuff they don't know yet. Act out, yell, scream. But then again, okay, so if you're a high school teacher and you know what you're teaching fully, I feel like there would be an easier part where it's like, some high schoolers, it's hit or miss. It's like, they're either really immature still, or oh they're good at 
they're starting to learn how to be an adult and act and treat other people respectfully. So I feel like that would be the flip side. Yeah. Well, gosh, I've been saying this since my human beings at home have been little and seeing where they are now is that high school students are, you guys are just preschool, kindergarten age <laughs> students in adult, a, bodies. adult <laughs> bodies. You just have a larger vocabulary. Yeah. So I, don't, I feel like it depends too, because like when you're teaching elementary school, you know, you're still wiping their nose and tying their shoes and there's that kind of stuff. But at the same time, it's also a lot easier to teach kids what two plus two equals than it is to do a long division problem. Like I learned, I'm advanced in math, but I can't even remember what I learned last year. Like, <laughs> well, we don't, we, we're not thinking about COVID because well, everybody. Yeah, I mean, just in general. Okay. Like, <laughs> I, so we were doing the SBAC testing yesterday mm-hmm. and I was in the math section. I haven't taken math since freshman year and I'm a senior and I got in front of that computer and I was like what is this? I totally forgot. I, I, have, so I just Yeah, I, I guess on everything. I, I haven't done math since freshman year. I was like, what? Since <laughs> freshman well, year? Yeah. If you go on to, for like the Washington State OSPI, so that is our uh, office of superintendent, so for the whole state. Like, you are could, we allowed you to could, complain? You, like... No, no, but you could, you could actually look up our education's report card uh, and you could go and look at our high school's snapshot of who what is the demographics but also you could see how well students are testing and and what's happening so this year it's not going to be a good snapshot it's not because it's reflecting over the last 18 months so tell me what is it that you like about financial literacy? Because you come to class. Ryan comes to class. He's late, but he comes. <laughs> he comes, and that's the important thing. But does he come every day? For the most part, he does, actually. And then well, I kind of have to start coming else. Uh-huh. More than Josh, we're speaking of. Oh, Josh went to a New York City. Yeah, he oh. transferred. Just kidding. Never we mind. miss you, Josh, by the way. Um... I definitely love the environment of this class. Like, oh, yeah. being able to talk about anything and everything. And, like, I get off topic a lot. Do you have our name for a reason? There's just so much. But that's good, though. There's we're not all sitting in, like, our seizures. Oh, my God. There's just so much relevancy for what financial literacy is. Like, it's, it affects almost all aspects of your life. Mm-hmm. And your adult life. Yeah. And I feel like this class is just... It helps, like, becoming aware of Mm -hmm. your future and really getting it planned out. It's helped me learn how to, like, budget. Not that I do that, because I currently have a dollar and 35 cents in my bank account. If I needed to know know how to budget, then I could. I get paid tomorrow, though, so maybe we'll try next time. Yeah, same. I'm going to try, because I get paid tomorrow. I only have $20 in my bank account. I'm hoping that I can last, like, on the, like, one-eighth of gas. Maybe (laughs) what you should do is make an itemized list. You know, you saw my Excel spreadsheet and actually line item your... So put a dollar to every every action item. So your gas. How much money are you going to spend on gas? What is... Per Philip? Per Philip? Or per, per week? Or per Philip? Okay. So that and then... And then uh, your insurance and, okay, snacks. Maybe anything else that you have. You should put... A, you should 
put you should figure out exactly oh, yeah. where your I, money should be I'm working for you. Doing I definitely do that and I'm like, oh, so like this this money goes here and like I've I've saved that twenty dollars just in case that when it does not last me to my paycheck. Because <laughs> I know I was like just in case. But like I know that once I get paid like I'm gonna get two sixty. I only worked like eighteen hours last week, so like the sixty and the twenty dollars that I have is gonna go to my gas and then the other two hundred is like a hundred for my insurance and phone and then I'm gonna put the rest in savings mm-hmm. so that I can prepare just a little bit, yeah. And Maddie, you do sports. Yeah, so hard. how does financial literacy impact you in because Yes, some of us have jobs, some of us do sports, and some of us don't have Maddie's broke. something. But <laughs> I can't have a job while doing sports. So, like, if I were to have a job, I have to work on weekends, and the weekends are when I go with my dad. So I literally have no time to work. But, like, worrying about this for a future job mm-hmm. is it's just, like, putting me ahead. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so I think that's very nice. And what is... So right now we're just kind of wrapping up our careers units. So what was kind of the most impactful thing that you learned from this unit? Probably the resume practice mm-hmm. helped me get a visualization yeah. of, like, what it is. I mean, most of the stuff that we learned and, like, most of the interview questions and stuff was not stuff that I was asked on my interview. And since I work at the mall, you know, that's not like... But... Since it wasn't stuff that, like, I had to actually go through, it's cool because, you know, now I'm prepared for the next time when they, I may get asked those questions, at least I'll know, instead of, you know, preparing myself based off of my last interview, um, because, you know, every interview is different, so now I have a few techniques and new things to ask for future interviews. Yeah, and if you're, if the listeners are wondering, like, what three questions we asked, so typically in the past we've always done like a big talk interview with community members and students go and uh, participate that way well due to covid and restrictions we are now doing a flipgrid interview and i was able to moderate that assignment to where nobody is able to actually go into flipgrid and view each other's interview questions and those three questions were what is your greatest strength or weakness what was your biggest challenge as a student and how did you handle it and three why should we hire you so those are practical questions that those can be answered or asked during an interview definitely like when I was I've only been interviewed once and it was a job that I have and they hired me on the spot and they I they asked they're like are you confident like you have to have confidence in yourself and then they're like why should we hire you and I was like I think that I'd be a great asset to your team mm-hmm. I was like I think that I have skills that would definitely help out and just you just have to be confident in yourself what you have what like it can be for them. Yeah, and, like, I didn't get asked those questions on my interview, so, like, when I was sitting there trying to figure out the answer, I wasn't really struggling, because it's like, what should I say? Like, I actually don't know, and so it took me a minute, and I'm, like, I'm glad I had this practice now, because if I ever had to, like, well, I will have to interview somewhere else eventually, but I don't want to be, you know, sitting there in front of the interviewer trying to think about it for five minutes, because I still don't really have a solid answer, 
So, you know, it's good that I got asked now, so that way I'm prepared the next time I actually answer it. Mm -hmm. Oh, and Maddie, for you doing um, high school sports and everything, those are huge leadership qualities. Yeah, you have to step up and, like, as a junior playing on varsity, there's some young kids this year, so, like, freshmen playing there, and so I have to, like, tell them, oh, no, this is how you do it, or this is how you do it, but I don't want to be like, oh, she's mean, she's bossy. No, like, that's my leader voice. Like, just, Mm -hmm. it's difficult sometimes, but it, it really helps. No, it does, and those leadership qualities, they do transfer over. Those are transferable skills. I remember I had a mock interview my freshman year in leadership, mm-hmm. and uh, I, they gave us, like, this structured interview. Like, we had questions to answer, like, this one, and I remember having to, like, write it out before, and I was looking down at my paper during the interview, and I was like, oh, this, this is my answer. I'm going to answer exactly like it, but I, I kind of, like, went away from that, the guy was like looking at me with that paper and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to make eye contact with him. And I actually got a really high score with it. So I think that mock interview helped me a lot. Yeah, it does. And did you, I was reading a really fascinating article the other day saying that empathy is actually a highly qualified uh, leadership skill to have. So if you have high empathy, it transfers over and, and more than likely, you're going to help boost morale at where you work. I think it's like kind of funny sometimes because everyone's like, oh, I'm so stupid. I was like, I was like, just relax. It's just in there. So I was like, they're humans. They're people. They, they understand how you feel. They're not going to be like, they're not emotionless robots who are like just going to give you a hard time. Nope. Like, figure out yeah. what you got. Yeah, exactly. Well, so, and I also was overhearing how you guys talk about positive affirmations, and I, <laughs> uh, that spoke to this heart of mine, because I do positive affirmations all the time, because you're not going to get it from your peers or... Yeah, no kidding, not at high school. <laughs> You'll get it from your family from time to time, but as a mom, my goodness, I don't get it nearly as often as I feel like I should. I'm a you good know, mom. I'm a good mom. You know you the best, and I think what you need to hear can only come from you. Mm-hmm. I, okay, but it's, everyone's like, Olivia, why are you so, I'm not, I'm not that nice, I just give compliments like it's, like, nothing, but, like, I really do, like, oh, this school year looks really good, and, like, I'm like, ooh, Garrett, that, like, it was popping, and, like, I, I do that, like, in the hallways to random people, and I'm like, oh, I like your pants, and, like, like, it just makes their day, and I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't know, I just feel... The need to like say something because like why am I because why am I just gonna keep it in my head? I'm like oh I like like in to myself oh I like her pants like no I bet it's gonna make her feel good. So like I feel like I definitely tell people like oh I like this I like that or like you look good like I definitely do that more than I receive it, but it still makes me feel good when I do it. Yeah, you have a gift, and you should give away that gift. It's the little things that can make such a big difference, and I think that's why job-wise, applying could be a really good thing for, like, a good asset to a team Mm -hmm. is bringing a positive outlook. Yeah, I just listened to a podcast that it was, like, be true, be authentic, and try to have, like, a positive outlook, because that's going to be something that they do look for. 
So you mentioned podcasts. So in our class, we do podcast Thursday or it's been podcast Friday, just when things are starting to lighten up. So tell me, do you like that assignment? I do. I did. It taught me a lot. Mm-hmm. Do you guys like podcast Thursday or yeah. podcast, the podcast assignment? Yeah. It helps me because like you teach, but hearing a podcast from someone else Someone random. Mm-hmm. It's different, yeah, different point of view, different experiences. That it's definitely harder for me. Yeah. Because like, I feel like my attention does not, unless it's like a podcast where, where like it's two people having a conversation. I cannot focus if it's just one person because my mind will wander, <laughs> and I'll start listening to it, and then. I'll start talking to myself in my head. I'm like, wait, I need to get back. And then I'm lost. And I'm like, I should be sorry. <laughs> I know that one thing that like definitely really helps in this class is the class discussion. You know, like we're talking back and forth. It's not just you teaching and us listening. You're asking us questions. We're answering. And we're actually getting the information we need to I love it. Well, thank you for this fun conversation. I love it. Well, and as you could hear in the background, my class is starting to pack it up. They were doing, it was podcast Thursday here in class today, and then I had students who had finished, and so we did a student takeover because I think it is important to snapshot what the students are saying because that's who we do this for. So come back another time, and we'll talk to you later. Barbara Scully from the Connect FCS Ed podcast presents a fresh take on recruitment and support for today's modern home economics educators in the family and consumer sciences, FCS Classroom, sharing insightful stories, strategies, and resources in a fun and sustainable and practical way. Each episode focuses on a different aspect of modern home economics, from community engagement, leadership, classroom management, to lessons and more. Each episode brings a different perspective, offering expert professional development, interviews from a collaborative worldwide FCS community, with the hope that it will inspire and empower you to make informed decisions. Together, we are better at leading the way to student success with FCS.